toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. We invite you to be a part of our Be The Love tribe in support of your spiritual growth and transformation to come home to your divine self. Let's raise our vibration to love. Thank you. Yes. Let's raise our vibration to love. And we're going to start out with a short opening prayer meditation to really honor ourselves today to connecting in this space. I'd like to invite you to just put your hand over your heart and breathing into your heart space. What does that feel like for you just to connect your heart as you're connecting to your heart, opening up the space to allow more love flow in, more love from your own sacred being and from great spirit, God, source, universe, whatever it is that you wish that resonates with you, allowing that source energy to flow into your heart And moving into every cell of your fiber and your being. Opening your heart for more love, more light, more energy to flow through. And breathing that in. And breathing that out into the space, into the the universe, into all of the other beings on this planet, knowing that is it is an ever, ever flowing energy coming and receiving to and from, and knowing that it's always, always available to you. Thank you. Thank you, Stacy. And just before we hit record, Stacy and I were remembering a previous episode when we had the honor of interviewing Neil Donald Walsh. If you missed that episode, definitely check it out. It was released on New Year's Day. We'll put that link in the show notes. And Neil, who is just 
I mean, an incredibly funny person. <laughs> I mean, I've never honestly laughed so much during an interview and I, I don't think ever, but I loved how he brings up the conversation with his new book of God Talk about talking to God. And so that allowed the conversation for Stacey and I to open up to how do we do that? Like, how do we talk to God on a daily basis? Like, what does that look like? And I think you'll find it interesting. It, it looks, I think, different for every single person, but there are definitely some common threads. And that's what we are going to dive deep into today's conversation. And that's simply, how do you talk to God? Yeah, this is really, I think, conversation that not a lot of people feel very comfortable talking about because it brings up a lot of, a lot of, emotion and old beliefs and or beliefs right not just old but beliefs that we've carried forward from our childhood and and what does the word god really represent right and so really you know i love talking with neil it was such a beautiful conversation because he's really making it common talk again right and taking the stigma out of it because i know for me growing up it there was a lot of stigma i god was not a word that was really used very much in my family and and primarily because there was a lot of a lot of history with how my dad was brought up. And so we wasn't as a, you know, I wasn't raised religious or anything like that. And so I had to really develop and grow up and start developing my own relationship with God. And for me, that was also changing the name, how I, what I resonated with. And so that was source or universe. And I've just now recently come back into this place of calling her divine mother, divine father, he and her, I see it as a, both masculine and feminine, right? We can't have both. We can't just have one. I, I believe there's a, there's a polarity there. And so it's really like, it's been redefining what it means for me. And so, so it's been feeling again, safe and comfortable to even use the word God because of so many mixed messages I received growing up or just what it meant does it mean to be religious and I was never I had to take that out to come back to what my definition was and so it's I think really understanding what it is for you and what where that comes from how to really connect with that with the word and, and taking that out of old contexts Sure. No, I I find it, you know, interesting that you came from not a religious background and I'm a little bit different. I came from I would say a fairly uh, religious Christian background and God was a he. It was very much a masculine energy and that's what I grew up with and didn't really question because it just wasn't. And I think for me because of my curious nature, I I did start to question and that wasn't necessarily accepted by my immediate family around me. And then in college, I had the opportunity to learn about different religions, which I found fascinating. Like and all the common threads that wove through all the different religions, I thought it was like, oh, this is so much 
bigger than the religion that I was growing up with, even though to this day, I love and adore the teachings of Jesus. And I think, oh my gosh, if we lived by that, we wouldn't even see all the, the hate and violence in the world that we have now. But growing up, I questioned a lot of things. And finally, in my 20s, when I had the experience of working with the Navajo people on the reservation, now that opened my eyes because I was fairly regularly going to a Christian church. I kind of did, I checked all the boxes in the Christian realm. Like I, I went and led mission trips. I led Bible studies for women. Like I'm very well versed in that, in that religion. And I wanted to know more. I just always felt like there was a bigger picture. And so enter in working on the Navajo reservation and seeing through the eyes of just a very different lens of what God, and then I started calling it great spirit, uh, looked like. And to me, God was so much bigger than the church that I grew up and learned from. And no disrespect to that, but it was just this wanting to know more. And God is so much more than the constructs that many of us grew up with and the ideas that we were told. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really, it's it's redefining it for ourselves, Absolutely. you know, and, and changing that construct. I love that because I think it sounds like working on the Navajo reservation really helped to open your eyes to a much broader and wider perspective than than what you were taught. I, yeah, learning for me, it really diving into different realms of shamanism and other realms of spirituality and, and bringing, you know, all these pieces together. You know, I studied some Buddhism or read books, I should say, <laughs> read a lot of different things on different religions and Hinduism and, you know, just different things. And I, I couldn't, nothing ever really felt like it resonated completely with me. Like I put pull, pull in different facets of different things. And I had to kind of create what it was that resonated with me because not one spoke to me exactly. And so it, I realized that like, I don't, think that every any one religion really does have it but what we can I think there's a source of information and coming from you know the spirit so taking all that away and you know we have God we have source right and so now it's like developing this relationship between what is source and and what how I want to connect with that. And so it's it's been developing this relationship. And so as I've been navigating through all that like I realized that I have this great spirit, God, that is always present outside of me and within me. Mm -hmm. And so it's this co-creation that I've been able to learn to navigate and learn to, to really embrace and embody that has felt like I've, you know, there's been this separation for many, many years. But when I've like really stepped into this connecting with source and the creative energy that we are have all have a, are a part of because we are co-creators and when we really stop and like develop and connect this relationship we realize that we are not separate and that we are always we always have this powerful powerful presence available to us at all times and when we can really step into that and ask for guidance whether or not we're needing a little support, you know, on the path, or maybe we're going through a crisis, or maybe something really amazing happened. And we can share in this experience with the source that has no 
there's no judgment, right? Because I feel this deep, profound love because that's all source is, is this energy of love. When you really step in and tap into what you are, the energy that you're working with, because, you know, the mind, the mind creates the constructs of fear and separation, but source creates the love and divine energy that is helping to support us on our journey and loves us in our humanness. And Absolutely. that that's something that I've had to like really become in into in embracing that energy. Yes. And we all have that potential. And I loved how you brought up the issue of separation. I think the the biggest takeaway that I took when I entered into the world of the Navajos and their belief system is that they believed creator, great spirit was in absolutely everything within me, within each person, within their land, within all the creatures. And so seeing it through that lens really opened my eyes because I did have a mental construct of who, who at that time, who God was and what God did or did not do, how God praised or did not praise people. And so that just that experience of being with them and being exposed to how they view God and the world was, I mean, game changer is, is slight to say the least. And I want to share this story. And it was when I was on the, the reservation, I had the privilege of going into some of the elders' homes. The elders are the grandmas and grandpas of, of their tribe. And I went into their traditional hogan with a dirt floor. And I was introduced to this uh, woman and did not speak English, whether that was by choice. That's you know, an issue with some of the elderly Navajo people. Some of them choose not to speak English anymore because they were forced to. So through a translator is basically how I experienced this woman. And she was known as the woman who sewed the traditional skirts for everyone. And I walked into this Hogan dirt floor, this, the oldest I mean, sewing machine I've probably ever seen in my life, probably like from the 1920s and everything just was, so Hogan is, is an octagonal shape. And so I walked up to this woman and she held my hand and she said something in Navajo that was roughly translated as a prayer. And when she looked into my eyes, there was this moment that I would call it a God moment or spirit moment of there was no separation. It was like her and I were just one and her transmission of this prayer through me. And the amazing part is later on, I found out that she was actually blind or most like legally blind. And so I think the beauty that this woman sewed the traditional skirts and did it all by the feel of her hands and had this way of dissolving the separation that our mind does construct. Like those are the moments when God speaks. And, and so when we say talking about God or talking to God, I think it happens in experiences like that. I don't know if it's the whole, you know, big voice booming down. Maybe it happens that way for some people. I don't know. But for me, God speaks in those experiences that are so real, tangible, but yet hard to explain. But it's in that like presence and in that moment, either with someone or out in nature, that I think that is when we really feel that connection and that there is no separation. Absolutely. It's those small things, those small moments that really show up and doesn't have to be like you said, like that big booming, right? And so it's present in all ways, we have to just open up our eyes. And, and because I think we are asking for things, you know, things are, are really showing up 
in in these small profound ways but they're showing up i think a little bit even quicker nowadays than they have in the past we are in this manifesting energy i don't know you know as i'm you know asking for for something it might be just as small as like help me you know get to work on time i to make sure all the, the lights are green and then wow they, there they are or you know working with you know helping me to show up asking for an opportunity that i'm looking for through through work and there there it is it's you know and it happens really quickly but in the healing the healing potential the healing that i've received and you know looking at you know how i have been able to really move through so much so much in such a quick time as you know i've my angels and I, I i you know i have my angels there too and as well as like you know source or god and you know so calling on them and you know really showing up and and giving me the strength in times where it feels like there might be just something just so challenging that normally i you know would maybe it would be a really a struggle but i really believe that we go through things in our lifetime that you know we we are given the resource we wouldn't be given this challenge these challenges if we couldn't handle it and so you know not only but then but recognizing you know and, the, and this is a big lesson for me is like remembering that i'm not alone in these challenges and so even though i'm working through something really big i know one that i can make i can get through it because i've i've done this before I'm, you know, and I am not alone and I'm not alone in, in that spirit, great spirit and God source is there to help support me all the way through. And I'm just, you know, and I, and that's for me is like remembering, you know, as we live in a, a culture that has, you know, is used to, you know, doing things by themselves. We're very big on individuation. For me, it's this been, it's been this shift over time that, oh wait, I don't have to do things alone. I'm not alone. And so, you know, calling on on great spirit in those moments and things begin to manifest, things begin to flow so much easier. The the healing that I'm looking for, that I'm needing, you know, it's not that I'm trying to rush through my healing as much as it is that I'm already, I'm learning that, okay, I'm surrendering to this and I don't, I'm not alone in going through it. I have the support. And so it's always, always there and always present in, in, in all these big ways, but a lot of small ways too. Yes. Yes. I, I do agree. I love how you say, you know, calling, calling on spirit, calling on universe and asking. Sometimes I think we forget to ask for help. And what I have found to be, again, a mind shift for me is yes, asking for when I need help, letting go of the specific outcome of what I think that's going to look like, even when it comes to my own healing, right? Obviously, you know, when we pray for our health or we ask for guidance in a certain maybe situation, but also holding loosely what that's going to look like. Because I think universe has a much bigger perspective and plan than, than our small minds could even figure out. 
And so this leads me to this next part of, yes, we ask. And then for me, what I also need to remember is to listen. And I think this is where oftentimes in our American culture, we fall short. We forget that, yes, we send out and we ask or, you know, we manifest and we get to receive and I think sometimes just pausing, getting quiet for me, this is where being in nature really helps because I do receive messages. Sometimes they can come in the form for me, um, many times it's come in the form of a rainbow. That's a sign. Oftentimes that um, I will specifically ask universe, give me a sign that only I would know that resonates with me that, you know, that either help is on the way or that guidance is there for me. And that's that, you know, not feeling alone. And oftentimes like my, my spirit animals are birds and birds will like fly in all of a sudden. And that's the form of listening and receiving what universe God is co-creating with us. So I love how you say, you know, we're, we're not alone and we're not, but remember to listen and, and even, you know, ask for a sign. I don't know if you've ever done that, but it's amazingly powerful when you do receive that confirmation that God is always with us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think those signs and those signs are everywhere, right? So like you said, like the birds flying in or, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, see numbers on a license plate, you know, yeah, after I've asked for something or yeah, confirm, you know, receive some sort of confirmation, you know, um, a penny on the ground, you know, I'll ask just, you know, for, for to see pennies, you know, in, in places or, um, you know, so some always, asking for yeah what does this look like and show me in a way and I always ask this too show me in a way that is the gentlest for my own highest good mm. so it you know she'll she'll show me he'll show me you know something that I need to see like there'll be a sign and but also the lesson and the gift and what I'm lo looking for so that's also another sign like that might come up it might also be as much as like a song on the radio or sure. a thought you know coming bubbling up you know that came out of nowhere and and then there it is and so it's really important and that's why I think it's so important to stay away from like media and and you know some like you know violent movies or t you know a lot of you know excessive tv and things like that because then we're clouding our energy field with noise and we're not getting quiet enough to like really hear those messages so i think it's really important to you know tune tune that out and and stay quiet in those in times as well and yeah. really you know and and that deep breath, because that's where usually where the, the healing um, occurs. Absolutely. And I think that is a perfect way to wrap this up. So we're going to just hold a space of just like a few breaths of quiet. And I'm going to invite everyone who's listening to join in. And just if you have something you want to ask spirit, if there's something that you feel like you need to receive or you want to ask for a sign, let's just hold this silent space and then I'll call us out. And a final deep, deep breath in. 
cleansing breath out. Thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. Find a spiritual home with us and let's connect on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We always appreciate five-star reviews on iTunes or Spotify. We would love to give a shout out to our current sponsor, Joshua Bloom with Quantum Energy Transformation. Thank you so much for sponsoring our podcast and aligning with our mission. And if you align with our mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, you too could be a sponsor at Be The Love. Please email us at be the love 999 at gmail.com to inquire. And I'm Brenda Carey. And as a holistic healer, I offer coaching and online programs to guide highly sensitive people and their sacred path to vibrant health. My website is sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And I'm Stacey Musial. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. You can find out more about my work, my book, and programs at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. You can check out our links in the show notes. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.